Hello, fellow daydreamers. Did you know we have a Patreon? Because we do. So support us if you want on Daydreamer Media at Patreon. And you can hear maybe this in person. Ian, hit the bell thing. Hit the music. Chilling, what's chilling, y'all? It's your boy, Big Gain. It's JJ. This is the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. Thank you for so much for tuning in with me today. I have Keone. Hello, everybody. You've already heard my name, but it's doubled again this time because it's the second time you're hearing me. <laughs> if you want to technically not hear me but see my words, go to Twitter at Daydreamer Keone. And Ryan is here. What's up, guys? You know the Twitter, R-O-K-K-O, Daydreamer. You guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers. Today, we have some news for you. We got some start-sit questions, and then we got our rest-of-season breakouts. So, let's get into the news. Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold is headed to the IR. He's looking to miss at least four weeks. PJ Walker season? Hey, hey. PJ Walker, Texas Ranger, but in Carolina. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> PJ Walker. <laughs> okay. Does this hurt DJ Moore? No. I no. think DJ Moore, Chris McCaffrey will say the same. I think DJ Moore was actually getting hurt more with Sam Darnold. Uh, Robbie Anderson will not be anything else, and PJ Walker will use his legs. So maybe if you're hurting at quarterback, not this week, but versus teams like Atlanta, maybe no one else. I, don't know. <laughs> I was trying to give PJ Walker some love, but I can't. That's hard. Uh, Seattle Seahawks have designated quarterback Russell Wilson and running back Chris Carson to return from IR. They will still have to be activated to the roster, but they have a chance to play on Sunday. Play, play them. If I'm do. not playing Chris Carson. No? Not no, I, I don't think so. It's too I'd, early. Too I early would have to wait another week. Fair enough. This neck injury thing is a little weird. Been out since week four, right? Yeah. It's a long time. Fine then. He I went guess. from being fine to like now going on IR or then coming back. I, I just don't know. That's bet. That's good advice. Wait a week and see how he does, and then Russell Wilson. You're starting him up though. Yeah, versus the Packers. I don't. I don't think the Packers defense is great. Oh, uh, well, he'll be better than Geno Smith. That's mm. true. Very true. Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin did not practice on Wednesday with a foot injury. Are you guys starting him up if he plays? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Me too. Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire was also designated to return from IR. Again, will have to be activated before they can play him, but has a chance to be activated and play this week. You play him if he's back, or is it the same thing as Chris Carson where you're waiting a week? I would wait. Um, I think the only people you can start right now is Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes. I don't I know. The Chiefs offense is just struggling. Yeah, they like they struggled even against an Aaron Rodgers-less Packers team. So that's that should tell you something. That defense is not good. No, like it's against the run or the pass. Like last little bit of news: Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool is considered week to week with the toe injury that 
made him leave Monday night's game early. It's just a rough one. Start Deontay Johnson. Start. Not Harris. Harris. Yeah. Going against Detroit. Uh, I wouldn't start anyone. Oh, just kidding. I start my boy, Big Pat. Big Pat. We need a nickname for Pat Fryermuth. Well, I'm going to say Big Pat because I hate saying Fryermuth over and over again. <laughs> it's just an accident waiting to happen. Fryer Pat. I don't know. Give him a, give him a, a brown. like. Bring him to the Padres? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. nice. All right. That'll do it for the news today. Let's move on to our start sit questions. If you guys have any start sit questions, you guys can send them to us on Instagram or on Twitter at FF Daydreamers. Hit us in the DMs, tag us there on either of them. We will be responding and we might just use your question for the next podcast. So first question today, Jeremy McNichols, running back for the Tennessee Titans versus the New Orleans Saints or Jamal Williams, the running back for the Detroit Lions at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, that's hard because you think too good defense against running back. In real life, I would probably say neither. But if you're in a pinch, I would say McNichols. So here's what uh, I need you to do for me, my friend. Stop whatever you're doing. <laughs> go to the nearest bathroom. I don't care if it's your bathroom, the office bathroom, or a bathroom on the, on the side of the highway. They have to you know, get permission to use uh, their bathroom. And the key itself is actually the toilet lid. So you have to put that on yourself as well. Uh, but whatever it is, go into that bathroom and take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror and ask, how did I get here? Because my God, how did you get to this point in the fantasy season where you have to start either Jeremy McNichols or Jamal Williams? You lost, you lost Derrick Henry. Uh, there's better things on the waiver wire. I, regardless, I don't, don't let that happen. Listen to us more because we give better advice, but if you have to. I guess if you really, really have to, I'm going to say Jamal Williams. I think he gets more rushing yards. And even though I know Jeremy McNichols gets passing yards, it's really not that, like, he doesn't get that many touches um, as of late. So I'd go with Jamal Williams. Both are awful. Both are terrible. Please have somebody different. But if you have to, Jamal Williams. Yeah, I was going to say, after you look at yourself in the mirror, go ahead and head to the toilet and just throw up into it because that is Ralph. I agree with Keone. Listen to some of our other podcasts because you need some help. But I'm going to side with Ryan. Jeremy McNichols passing down Pittsburgh, I think, is a little bit better of a defense over the Saints. Um, Jamal Williams has not done a lot recently. He started the season on fire but has really cooled off. It's really been DeAndre Swift over there in Detroit. So I'll take Jeremy McNichols. Next question. Debo Samuel, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams or Leonard Fournette, the running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington football team. So despite Bruce Arians always being a bitch, bitch. I think yes, I think I'm going to go with Leonard Fournette because he's actually been performing the best out of the, the trio that's in that backfield um, along with Jones and uh, Giovanni Bernard. Um, and he's been fairly consistent, and this is a great matchup against Washington, whose defense, as we've said countless times, uh, is really bad this season, which, you know, is not something we expected, but it, they've been consistently bad. So that's that's something. And even though Debo Samuel has been probably the best guy on, on his team so far, um, they got George Kittle back, and he showed why he's one of the best tight ends in the league. And then 
they actually started using Brandon Ayuk. So I don't know if that's going to continue, but you know, he got in the end zone. And so plus that defense, that Rams defense is going to have Von Miller this weekend. Yes. And I think that they're going to get a lot of pressure on that O-line and they're going to get to Jimmy Garoppolo a lot. So there's not going to be a lot of time for him to get the ball out to Debo Samuel. So I go with Leonard Fournette. Man, this is hard. You kind of convinced me. Normally I like going wide receiver. Obviously I think this would be in a flex spot. I like going wide receiver in a flex spot because I feel like there's more upside, but man, the Rams defense is pretty good. And it's on Monday night. Maybe they want to show out, especially getting blown out by the Titans. Uh, I will go Leonard Fournette. I do think Washington's, Front four is pretty good, but I think the Bucks win kind of big. And I'm really torn on this one too. I guess, I guess I'll side with you guys with Leonard Fournette. Washington's not giving up a lot of points to the running back position this year. They're like bottom four or top four in points given up. But how, however you say that, they're the bottom four in points given up. They've given up. They don't give up a lot of fantasy points to the running back position. They've given up some of the fewest points. Yeah, to the, there you go. <laughs> Grammar. Because, you know, thumbs up for that. <laughs> but I think that's because teams can just pass all over the Washington football team secondary. So will Leonard Fournette get enough work? I guess so. You have to think, does Leonard Fournette get a touchdown? That offense is so yes. good. It's He's... I, He's going to have multiple chances to get one. I think that but is where go it's going to go. Anywhere They could go anywhere. It's, oh, yeah. True. Go to Mike Evans. But I guess Chris Godwin's banged up. Gronk, I don't, Gronk, Gronk and doesn't look AB like aren't going to play. Yeah, it doesn't look like Gronk's going to play. AB, I don't count on him playing at all. Mm-hmm. So it's just really Mike Evans. So I guess, yeah, Leonard Fournette has a higher chance of scoring a touchdown this week. So I'll go Leonard Fournette. All right, last question here. Cortland Sutton, the wide receiver for the Denver Broncos versus the Philadelphia Eagles, or Devontae Smith, the wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles at the Denver Broncos? I think I'm going to reluctantly go with Devonta Smith on the chance that he has a game like he did last week. Um, I don't know if Denver's going to be able to repeat what they did against the Cowboys. I think that was kind of a their version of a kind of like a, when a coach you know leaves or gets fired or whatnot. It's like, hey – we're more than just Von Miller, so we need to kind of like show out and and do well. Plus, the Cowboys weren't helping themselves in any way in that game, and so I I think um, Cortland Sutton, when Jerry Judy's on the field, he doesn't perform as well. I talked about this in my recent my most recent Friday article, which had him as a sit, and he basically got less than like four points, and that was because he got a two point conversion. So he did really bad. Uh, so I, I didn't think that Tim Patrick's going to do better than Cortland Sutton. But so in that regard, I'm going to go with Devontae Smith just because I think he has a, he's like their top wide receiver. I would go Smith too, just because there's two reliable options on the Eagles. I'm like the passing game and there's like four or five for Denver. Just more, more volume has to be spread around. Smith and Goddard are the two main options. To get targeted the most, I would I would take the chance on Smith. Both defenses don't give up a ton on two wide receivers. Um, the Eagles are actually really bad against tight ends, so I would, this is a no fan game for me. But um, yeah, I would go with Smith. Yeah, that's what I, I was just going to bring up. No fan. He is activated off that COVID nineteen reserve list, mm-hmm. so he will be playing this week, um, giving 
the Broncos just another weapon to be throwing the ball to. Cortland Sutton, the last three weeks, hasn't scored over 10 fantasy points. He's only had three weeks all season long over 10 fantasy points. So he's kind of like boomer bust. Most of the time he is busting, though. So I would go with Devontae Smith as well. That'll do it for our start sit questions. Let's move on to our rest of the season breakouts. Who is someone that is going to break out in the back half of this season for fantasy football? Who do you guys got? Why don't you go first? Okay, I'll go first. My first player, Javante Williams. Rookie running back for the Denver Broncos. He's averaging 13 touches and 66 yards a game. He's finished in the top 24 running backs only three times this season, but he's averaging 45% of the offensive snaps, and he's getting 41% of the offense's rushing attempts. Williams is averaging 4.9 yards an attempt, which is leading the team over Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is scoring more touchdowns than him still, but Javante Williams has really played well this whole this whole season. This has really been a 50-50 split all year long, and I think that Javante Williams is just going to grow a little bit more and a little bit more into this role. He's going to score a few more touchdowns. He only has two on the year, one on the ground, one through the air right now. But the Broncos, they're playing the Chargers next, who are 19th in fantasy points given up to the running. Then they play the Chiefs, the Lions, the Bengals, the Raiders, all top 10 in points given up to the running back position. They... The teams that he plays are giving up a lot of points to the running back position. So it's pretty easy schedule for Javante Williams. I expect him to get into the end zone a few more times in the back half of this of the season. So Javante Williams. Uh, for me, I, my breakout guy is going to be Jalen. Back on you hoes. So crack a bottle. Let your body waddle. Waddle. Uh, for me, <laughs> uh, they have a really easy schedule. Um, they play the Ravens, not a good pass defense, New York, Carolina, New York, New York, New Orleans, which New Orleans, um, they're a little iffy depending on the week, uh, Tennessee and then New England. But by the time you get to New England, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, he has five games with over 10 targets, or sorry, three games over 10 targets and then five games over eight targets. Uh, Will Fuller, Devontae Parker have been injured on and off all season. They when two is on the field. Uh, they actually throw a lot more. And then Brissett, Brissett really looks for Waddle. So you know he have to deal with injuries with Tua. But either way, Waddle's going to be the main guy, him and Gusecki. Uh The only problem is he really isn't scoring touchdowns. But in a volume PPR league or PPR league, volume does matter. I will take the chances of him getting almost 70 targets or sorry, uh, 80 targets in the nine games. So I guess we're going uh, three rookies, which is interesting, but look, it's Heath Miller. No, that's Jesse James. No, it's the current white Steelers tight end, Pat Fryermuth, who has been on fire as of late. He has three touchdowns in the past two games. And in the past three games, he has had at least six targets. So it seems like big Ben has found the connection with him. It just took a little while, but, you know, he's found that connection to his tight end and, you know, ringing bells of old, as I alluded to. Um, but 
I think I really like his remaining season because um, they're all really favorable against, or the majority is favorable against the tight end or this for the week tight end. For sure, against Detroit. Detroit, and then they face Chargers, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Baltimore again at the end of the season. All of those teams are really bad against the tight end. And especially with the injuries, you have Juju Smith-Schuster who is out. You have Chase Claypool who won't be out for the whole season, but he has, he has hurt his toe and, and stuff. And so he's been incorporated into this offense more. And so there's that connection being built. And I think the schedule looks great. And he, to me, he kind of looks like David Harbour, you know, a.k.a. Punchy Cop. From Stranger Things. <laughs> Good so, thing you said Pinchy Cop because I had no <laughs> idea who were talking about for a second. So uh, I think he's going to take a note from him and continue to punch the ball into the end zone. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a huge red zone target there for uh, Big Ben. I like that uh, big Pat Fryer move. My next player is Hunter Renfro, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. He has five or more targets in every game. And he has four games with eight or more targets. He leads the team in receptions and in touchdowns. We know Henry Ruggs is no longer on the team. So this is Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. And that's about it. Brian Edwards is a deep threat. They've also the new addition of Deshaun. I know. I thought you were going to leave my guy out. (laughs) Most 60 yard touchdowns ever, baby. It's going to be another deep threat. It's going to be him and Brian Edwards. And then Hunter Renfro. The only one going across the field, the only wide receiver, Darren Waller, will also be there. The only wide receiver going across the field, getting targets, getting a ton of receptions. Hunter Renfro. I mean, where else is Derek Carr going to throw the ball to? Um, Not to Waller because he's on Keone's team. The ground. (laughs) Um, But I, I really I do like this pick. And he showed in his first game without Henry Ruggs, he got in the end zone. I mean, he's gotten in the end zone before, but I think this is a good sign moving forward that in that first game, it showed like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to be the, one of the main guys on this team getting the ball. Yeah. And he's not going to be like a, a huge boom player every week, but he's going to get you around 12 points or so. And he's the safe guy. Yes, like he exactly. Is, he is a stalwart, like, you know, consistently getting a decent amount of points for you and that's what you need yeah it feels like we replaced cole beasley with hunter renfro yeah replace cole beasley with anybody yes please <laughs> i just well we need to start saying hunter renfro a different way now we gotta figure it out check the next live stream hunter hunter yeah. I don't know. that's that's an anime so yeah okay who is, your, <laughs> <laughs> who, is your, who is your next player? Uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, shout! I love tight ends, and so do the Eagles. Um, since Zach Ertz has been gone, <laughs> since, you've been gone. <laughs> since Zach Ertz has been gone, he's had uh, averaging six targets a game before last game, uh, 70 yards both games. Um, again, like I said, when we talked about Devontae Smith, he is one of the two options in the passing game. Uh, I like the volume, for especially for the tight end position. They also play the Giants twice, Washington's defense twice, the Cowboys one more time, and the Jets. All bottom, like, 15 teams, like, compared to tight ends for fantasy points per game and fa- total fantasy points given up to the tight end position. So, give me Dallas Goddard. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about him having a breakout year, and it, I guess it just took Zach Ertz leaving. <laughs> Yeah, Zach Ertz finally. The only other option. Also, Hunter Renfro him the ball. Boom. Nailed it. 
I'm not point. I know. I'm Don't clip it. that. Yeah, no, no, but just there you go. That's that was to you. Okay. It we'll works. we're we'll work on it. Okay, I'm, that's that's the front runner for right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely the front runner. <clears throat> Anyways, my my number my second guy. Um, at the end of this season, this player will definitely be saying, "Started from the bottom, and now we're here." And getting in the end zone was child's play. When asked about scoring touchdowns, he'll respond that the end zone provides the best views. And by that point, everybody will be uh, hitting up his hotline bling. If if you don't know... Yeah. Figured if you don't out. know, it's Ken- you the last one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is from Toronto? <laughs> There's not a team in Toronto. Okay. It's Kenyon Drake. Um, so it's already started because the past three games he's done really well, but I think the matchups in the second half of the season are going to allow him to have some great games and continue this stretch until the end of the season. And five out of his next games includes, or his next nine games include Kansas City, Dallas, Washington, Kansas City again, and at the end of the season, the Chargers. All of these games are against defenses that are not the best against the run. And he's been utilized both in the run game and the pass game, which makes him a PPR threat and as well as an anywhere on the field threat. And his ability to rest the ball when Josh Jacobs um, or his ability to catch the ball when Josh Jacobs doesn't run is great. And I know we, we talked about him on Monday. And so you still have a chance to get him. Um, so do do that now if you can. So because I highly recommend him and uh, he's going to come strong in the in the second half of the season. So Kenyon Drake. Yeah, they spent all that money on him. It's about time they finally use him, I guess. Uh, well, John, took, John Gruden. Took getting rid of John Gruden. To- I like the man. Yeah, the last three weeks without John Gruden, 20 points, then 15 points, then 13 points. Like, if you're giving me 13 points every week, I'll take it. That's pretty good. Absolutely. All right. That'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you would take a minute, subscribe to the podcast, follow it, whatever it is on whatever platform you listen to it on, leave us a five-star review. It really helps. Also, please, please tell a friend because that really helps as well. We have a website, fantasydaydreamers.com, where you can find all of our content. Do you guys have anything to plug? Um, the, the articles, they're great articles. And like I said before, Ian and I are on a roll. With those start and sit articles. So do them or He's check them on out. Fire. Yeah, they will help your team a lot and make decisions easier for you, especially since it gets closer and closer to like playoff time. Those decisions become more and more important. So now we're in the second half of the season. You're, there's not as much time to like make up ground. So check out those articles. Check out all of Aaron's articles on there as well. Check out the rankings. Yes. They're great. They'll help you as well. Yeah. Do you guys have any advice as we get into the end of the season? Lock in. It's about that time. Offer trades. Get these fantasy moves going. It's time to shape up your roster. Yeah, your trades are probably your trade deadline is probably coming up here. So right now is the time to take two mediocre players that you might never play and try to flip two players into a player that you could play every single week. Also, depending on your bye weeks, if you're done with your buys, it is now time to get your replacement running backs. So if I have Najee Harris, 
Uh, I'm pretty pre pretty close to being done with my buy. I'm going to start looking about who's getting the most touches behind him, and I'm going to pick him up. Really? Benny Snell going to be on your team, <laughs> huh? Well, okay, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I do. I used to like Benny when he came out of Kentucky. He ain't running uh, fast. He's but, not doing it you know, but, but you get my point. It's time now to, like, if you have one of these main backs, if they got hurt, like how Nick Chubb's going to miss this week or he could miss this week, Durance Johnson could be a big guy. I just, yeah, you want your Alexander Madison, exactly. Madison, your Tony Pollards. You want your. This is the time because you're not yeah. going to worry about bye weeks anymore. You know, you're going to play your stars. You're going to yep. play your guys. Yeah, yeah. So go get stars and then play your stars. Make sure you got the backups for your stars, especially at the running back position. Keone, you have any advice? Um, just be prepared to kind of make moves. Don't like don't be afraid to make moves that will pay off come playoff time. I would rather lose doing what I have to do or what I think is right at the moment than not do anything at all. Yeah, yeah. make take now's the time to kind of take make those moves to prepare yourself to be in the playoffs. Because it's also, you can take a loss now, but you can't take a loss in the playoffs. And the waiver wire is not over. Keep hitting the waiver wire hard. This is especially towards the end of the year. People are going to start dropping players that they might need. Just pay attention to who people are dropping. And, uh, yeah, keep playing that waiver wire. Because... Football also, is week to week. Some more great advice. Keep listening to this podcast. Keep uh-huh. listening to the Fantasy Daydreamers. That's the best one we can give you. No, best right here. Stay dreaming. Oh. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. <laughs>